is that wonderful time of year again. That wonderful time of year when an extremely hyped movie that people have been waiting for and clamoring for has finally, to some degree, spilled the beans on what we can expect. Now, this is kind of a backhanded hype train because I'm actually not speaking about Shang-Chi, uh, which is the primary topic of discussion. Which is ironic because, <laughs> ha! Yeah. Uh, now, I, I don't know exactly what Marvel's plan of attack is here concerning uh, the MCU and the things they plan on doing in the future, uh, but they, they could probably have it a little bit more together. Um, I'm actually not, I'm not even speaking about the Eternals, which recently just dropped their last trailer, mm-hmm. which again is really bizarre yeah. because you think you will wait until after the release of your most upcoming movie, which is again, Shang-Chi. Right. Uh, but the movie I'm speaking about is Spider-Man three, no way home. Now this was very interesting. And I, uh, on, on, on this, uh, specific occasion, uh, I will not, uh, quote unquote, spoil anything for anyone. There was a trailer dropped for no way home. And then it was quickly taken down by the fine folks at Marvel. Cool. Yes, 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 yes. The trailer in and of itself was very, uh, you could tell it was very incomplete. Uh, like uh, the set pieces didn't have the, the CG overlay that they should. Uh, but the, the premise of said trailer uh, was still very easily understood. Okay. There were, um, uh, I guess without spoiling anything, I'd just say a lot of things that people have been wondering about, a lot of things that people maybe thought would be in the movie uh, seems to be true. Mm. Uh, But again, there's still several months before no way home comes out. I believe in December. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're wrapping up the year with it. Uh, So we will see. It is just interesting. And uh, you know, uh, on one hand, I do feel kind of bad for Marvel. Uh, Their idea, I think was to drop this trailer uh, at, uh, Forget the name of uh, of the kind of movie convention that is called. I don't remember. But the, the Ides of March. Yes. Um, which I believe is actually a George Clooney movie as well. But anyways, hmm. yeah, I believe that. No, I, I uh, yeah, we're past the Ides of March. Fuck that. Um, yeah, it was like CinemaCon or I forget exactly what. Uh, what platform, but uh, regardless, I think they plan on dropping it at like a really big uh, kind of con, but then I believe they uh, they backed out, um, which is probably smart because people would just record it <laughs> and upload it. Right, you yeah. Know? Like there's really no hiding it, uh, but somehow, somewhere or another, maybe it did drop at that con, but uh, yeah, people, uh, I guess some people were able to see it, and uh, yeah, 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 uh, very, very interesting, uh, if, if rumors are true, and, and in a good kind of way. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we, we will see what comes of No Way Home. Uh, arguably, and probably the biggest MCU movie since Endgame. It's not arguable. It is the biggest MCU pro- pro- project since Endgame. Yeah. Most ambitious. Yeah, without a doubt now. Yeah. Um, and you know, dude... I'm so distrusting of Hollywood and of the big corporations and whatnot uh, because I, I become I become that which I hate a a skeptical uh, like, hippo 
skeptical hippo. Just the most hip of hippos. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> just, I float around all day just waiting to do whatever the fuck a hippo does. Just <laughs> chomp on some shit. No, I, I've become a, a, a very a skeptical, even cynical uh, viewer of these products here, uh, unfortunately. Um, part of me looks at that and thinks like, man, this. I hope this wasn't some stupid-ass stuff they did on purpose just to get some, some quick hype and to remind people about the movie coming up. Or, you know, because... There's a lot of like the um, the Tom Holland stuff that happened where it's like, oh man, look at him just being like hysterical and, and, and fucking like the young boy adorable bullshit that he was regarding like a lot of the Infinity War and the stuff leading up to that. And you wonder how much of that was him really accidentally spilling the beans and him, quote, spilling the beans mm. just mm. in like a real cutesy, but hey, you're selling the movie because you're adorably fucking goofy way. And so there's a part of me that's like, eh, I wonder if that trailer drop was on purpose. I, you know, to their benefit, I would say, I think that this was not on purpose because I don't think they were dropping anything that didn't look refined. Then who got fired? <laughs> someone definitely got fired. Yeah, that, that's the consequence. <laughs> it's like, if it's, if it's truly an accident, mm-hmm. someone's ass just got chewed out and they're no longer <laughs> on the line because right. they were pushed out like, get don't come to him tomorrow. Give me the key. Right. You're done. You're done. Yeah. 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 And also, with just how quick that shit was taken down. It, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't yeah. have it enough has time. Indicator too. Yeah. yeah. It didn't have enough time to gain circulation. I only saw memes about it. Right. I was like, what yeah. What the fuck happened? Oh yeah. yeah. It was apparently like a real blinking you fucking miss it type ordeal. There, there's a friend of mine I used to live in Cali with who was like that regarding uh, military videos, and luckily I'm I'm talking about it here. So unless the FBI is listening. You know, they this are? episode, uh, they are, we, uh, we, <laughs> we, we, oh yeah, we know, I know, we know, we accept it, I suppose. But uh, anyways, conspiracy theories aside, um, and facts aside, uh, yeah, he, he would enjoy looking up like military videos because people would upload them to YouTube or to, you know, uh, some chapter of the web I'm unaware of. Uh, and he would be able to, you know, he would sit there and, and wait, and he enjoyed watching them, like live footage from like overseas, some very dramatic, like IRL real shit that went down, you know, and and it would be up for all of maybe an hour tops mm. before someone. Nope, Mm-mm. take that off the market. That is not available. Mm-mm. You know, yeah. So. Anyways, going back to the, the topic at hand here, uh, it's interesting that uh, so so many cards were revealed, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, I take it you had a chance to watch the full thing. Uh, no, no. Really? Uh, yeah, I was not a uh, okay. quick draw McGraw. That surprised me, because normally that's my job. I'm the guy who says, nah, I didn't, get, I didn't see shit, <laughs> what you're talking about yet. Um, so I'm uh, unfortunate that we're in the same boat there, because I, I was hoping to pick your brain, bro. Yeah, now, um, uh, now the only thing I can tell you is uh, information, second information with people who have seen the trailer. Yeah. Uh, but like their yeah, interpretation of it, yeah. Yeah, like what uh, what they said was in it. Um, 
Very, very interesting stuff as well. And uh, it, it does line up with a lot of the, uh, of course, rumors that we've been talking about over the past year or so uh, concerning uh, the, the movie. Uh, but again, we will see. It is interesting, though, how uh, Marvel has yet to release, you know, a trailer or any uh, actual set footage from the movie. Uh, and and typically that's either done for one of two reasons. Either it's done because, A, they have so much riding on this movie, so much faith in this movie. This movie is so big. Again, it's, I think, right underneath, like, Infinity War Endgame big. Yeah, yeah. That... You don't want, you don't need anything getting out. Hell, they shot fake ass footage for Infinity War and Endgame that were never used mm-hmm. to throw people off. Like that's how serious that shit was. And I think that either a they're they're holding their cards close to the vest because they don't want anything coming out about this movie yet. Uh, because they want they want everything to be shocked and surprised. They're probably super pissed that people found out about you know potentially. Uh, the other Spider-Man being in yeah, the movie, you know, yeah. that someone, uh, you know, spilled the beans on. Wait a minute, Tobey Maguire was fucking hired again. Like what? You know? Yeah, yeah. Andrew Garfield. Hmm. Right. Uh, Just a reminder, in case you got, by the way, both those names. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or B, they don't want any footage being leaked out yet because maybe the zeitgeist has taken a hold of the movie and in so many people's minds, the movie is, is something that is really not. So in other words, yeah, yeah like yeah. we're overinflating it right. because we were spoiled. We as an audience have been babied and coddled mm-hmm. with the idea of this grandiose, beautiful project like Infinity to War. And then a year later fed the same dish through Endgame, and we fucking mm-hmm. ate it up. It was yeah. beautiful. And now we're like, well, you know, Disney, what's going on, bro? You're working the Marvel mine, but uh, where's my next big project? You know, you got to get mm-hmm. that stick of dynamite to help clear out the way here. Is, is Spider-Man it? It better be it, bro. I hope it's <laughs> it. I totally hear where you're yeah, coming yeah. from. Yeah, because, yeah, it, mm-hmm. it'd be sad if it wasn't. Because it's like, how do you go back down to normal-ass movies? Just yeah. normalcy. Telling a story, continuing a, a, a continuation, a saga, if you will. But how do you go back down to that same tone? Because it's like... It'd be difficult. Yeah, dude. Because we got used to a segmented, like, oh, this is phase one with your Iron Man, your Thor, mm-hmm. Cap America, your Iron Man 2, and boom, Avengers. What a great experience. Moving on to phase two. You know, we got used to that. That was beautiful. And... Yeah, man, we just got yeah. spoiled. Yeah, that that yeah. was you know that was simpler times because there were no expectations. Bingo. Uh, also, but, yes. But now, and this is weird because like I I normally take any opportunity I can to you know take shots at Marvel and DC uh, for the gratuitous mistakes they make. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it's not Marvel's fault. It is the fans' fault. Yeah. You know, we caught whiff of something, and man, we are running with it. Man, we blow that shit up. <laughs> Social media, what do you mean it's yeah. another superpower? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, we will definitely see. I do have to say this, though, still. Um, uh, obviously, as of now, Kevin and I, we have not seen Shang-Chi yet. Uh, but with that being said, I do think that the movie deserves a little bit more respect than what it seems to be getting, uh, specifically from the people within Marvel. 
you know, like there was Bob Chapik. I think I mentioned this maybe last week. How he said that, yeah, this movie's kind of an experiment, you know, to see how uh, we want to present our movies going forward. You know, because Shang Chi isn't going to be on Disney Plus for the first forty-five days of its release. Yeah, you know, notice they've already dropped commercials only in theaters in big yeah. ass bold font, and they really paid the voice guy extra mm-hmm. to drop the enthusiasm in that <laughs> Shang Chi coming out soon only in theaters. You yes. know, yeah, yeah. So uh, September third for those of you who uh, needed a, a refresher. And hey, I'm happy that we're here to give it to you. Yes. So before we go any further, homies, new and old alike, welcome back to the Superhero Homies Podcast. My name is Quentin, and as always, I am here with the homie Kevin. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, how the fuck are you all doing today? I hope you're all doing swell. Outstanding, even. Here we are in preparations to have ourselves another preview episode. We heard some good things regarding our last uh, preview for the Suicide Squad, so fuck yeah. Oh, Continuing yeah. the brand, man. Yeah. That we shall. Mm. And tonight we do not have a list of fourteen plus characters. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna die. This gonna die. They gonna die. No, no. Luckily, not today. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we don't have that for they you. They all gonna die. <laughs> uh, but what we do have is our thoughts and theories about what this movie is, or what this movie will, will give us, and uh, you know also. Some information from the comics about what these characters are like and their origins and whatnot. Uh, so, you know, compiling all the information together, yeah. uh, we can kind of surmise or, or come to, uh, I, I guess, a decision about what this movie will be like. Correct. Indeed, indeed. And, uh, you know, luckily a preview in this case can also serve the purpose of appreciating and Building up the hype it deserves, yeah, you know, because I, I think this is going to be a movie that a lot of people are, are going to say, "Man, I slept on that," mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get the same feeling, um, and I I will say this as well. I think that a lot of people are going to sleep on Shang Chi, and I think that its uh, reception will directly affect the Eternals. Okay. Uh, okay. In, in terms so? of, in, in oh, terms you're of, about oh. to say. <laughs> get out of my brain, bro. Uh, in terms of how Marvel pushes the product, not like the drug dealers, not that kind of product. <laughs> <laughs> first one's free. Yeah, you right. know, yeah, you know yeah, that first yeah. it's free. You like you like that phase one? All right, we will give you that on the house. But you know no. the problem is phase two is going to be like lesser shit because it gave you the good stuff first. Anyways, uh, um, uh, I feel like. Oh, brother, real quick, I got a joke about this. I feel like every drug dealer out there who is legitimately a drug dealer, no no question on the the legalities of your game. I, <laughs> I totally understand. A hustle's a hustle. Uh, I respect it. But how do you feel about that being so modernized? Like that whole mentality of like, man, this is just my first hit. TV taught me this shit's the good stuff, all yeah. right? And the next follow-up hit, Follow up hit, excuse me, I'm too excited. <laughs> is is like the normal ass ghetto stuff, the cut with baby powder stuff. Yeah, I, I wonder how they feel about that because it's like, man, they ruined the game. <laughs> I will say it, it is baking powder, Kevin. If a drug dealer gives you anything with baby powder, <laughs> that motherfucker's really trying to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You have a point, but I feel like if the drug isn't strong enough to want to kill me, then it's. I don't know. <laughs> then I'm talking about caffeine. <laughs> oh, shit. 
<laughs> you hear it, homies. Never buy your drugs from Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I cut through some other white powders. What do you mean other white powders? What you got like some taco powder right. up in there? <laughs> no, you know that uh, uh that gold bond uh, oh, yeah, bar yeah. cleanser powder? <laughs> that real old shit from like the twenties? Yeah, that's the shit. Ah <laughs> uh, damn. Uh well. Enough news, drug crimes have gone down lately because they're all dying. <laughs> Nobody's buying this shit from the homies. Nope. Yeah, so... Uh, this would be the episode FBI listens to, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do think that uh, Shang-Chi will have a direct effect on the Eternals. Mm. Um, now, you know, even after getting the, the latest trailer from Eternals, I don't know if you had the opportunity to watch that one yet or not. Have you seen that? I did. I, mm-hmm. I, I did watch it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's, it's certainly better than the previous trailer. Yes. Uh, by leaps and bounds. Um, but do I think... I, I can only speak for myself, uh, but it didn't make me any more excited for any Eternals. Uh, unfortunately, I, I still, I, I still don't have a lot of faith in the Eternals, and the the feeling that I'm getting, and maybe it's only because I'm putting that feeling out there, that could very well be the case. But I, I also feel that a lot of people out there who are fans of the MCU, they're, they're like, oh yeah, the Eternals, I'll, I'll check it out. But I don't feel like anyone is like, yes, the Eternals, Jack Kirby's leftovers from his work on DC. <laughs> Damn, man. I mean, when you put it like that, yeah, you're you're the father of that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, so let, let me put it. You want to buy this leftover shit? <laughs> like, it's not even cut. Like, I'll definitely get more into this when we get to the Eternals, uh, which hopefully my excitement to be a lot higher for the movie then, but. When Jack Kirby went to DC, he created the Fourth World, which is where we got all those awesome characters like Dark Side, yeah, uh, you know, uh, Scott Free, uh, Granny Goodness, Black Metron, Blase Blah. We got all those amazing characters. Orion, of course. Uh, but after his time with DC, he comes back to Marvel, and instead of Marvel putting him on a existing uh, IP to work on, you know, like something he's done before, they wanted. They're like, "No, you're Jack King Kirby. We want you to make something new." He was like, uh, fuck, well. And it was, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, Jack, he's not here to tell us exactly his mindset or his thought process, but it can easily be surmised that the Eternals is just like the shit that was left on the cutting room floor when he made the fourth world over at DC. Uh, and that's, now, that's a sad realization, but really, it when is. it comes to the work ethic uh, and, and, and the workplace in general, if it's not something you're passionate about, I could totally see that happening. Yeah. You know, not to say Jack Kirby wasn't a passionate right. man. Do not mishear me, but after being in the game so long, Jack the King Kirby, a well-deserved name, it's like, bro, I just came back to your company. I mean, <laughs> what what you want me to be? All right, here, here's some shit like this. So. <laughs> I'm the king. Oh, <laughs> shit. But, and, and that's not to say that the Eternals haven't had, you know, excellent comic runs. Right, uh, But right. even amongst comic fans, they're like, the Eternals? Yeah. Okay. So I think there's a couple of reasons for that. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll state them quickly. Because, again, this is fuel for that episode mm-hmm. when we come out with it. But just real quick, Kevin's theory is out there. Two reasons why there's such a lackluster energy behind that name, that product. One. No one knows about it. Yeah, even comic yeah, fans. Even comic fans. Even comic fans like the who? <laughs> what the fuck? You know. Uh, or B. 
with these other movies, it's easier to get behind them because one name creates the fandom. In this case, the Eternals. That's a group name. That's a group of people that we know Jack all about. You know, all we know is that there's a couple characters from fucking you know, Game of Thrones up in there, <laughs> and also uh, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, Angelina Jolie, and, but we don't know actual Samahai, heroes. Yeah. yeah, we don't know actual heroes for nothing. Whereas with these other products like Iron Man, oh, I don't know much about him, but let me go see that. Mo- oh, that movie's yeah. great. And you the know. difference is like when Iron Man came, or before Iron Man came out, he was he was still at least a B list character, right? I mean, uh, uh, he was obviously well known amongst comic readers, very well known uh, you know, amongst comic readers. But to the general audience, he was still at least a B list character. Yeah. Uh, uh, continuing the example, to be fair, because uh, that that definitely is a name of a different age from Marvel, where there weren't any expectations, like discussed earlier. Uh, fucking uh, Shazam, DC, dude. You know, people were excited for that movie yeah. because one it had great marketing behind it. Obviously, damn near as old as Superman. You know, in terms of right. how he's been around, right? <laughs> but at the same time, that movie did pretty well. Yeah. So well that yeah. the sequel is being worked upon right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, so it's you know, yeah, My yeah. Thoughts. And you know, with uh, with the Eternals, and and you know, it can be said this way for a lot of uh, Phase Four. Uh, you know, as far as the movies go so far, we have uh, what, what is essentially a flashback movie for a dead character, uh, that being Black Widow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I forgot what you were talking about. <laughs> I was just like, uh, we have Shang-Chi, who uh, honestly is also another relatively unknown character. Correct. Uh, we have the Eternals, which is a, a group of relatively unknown characters. Relatively or just plain out? <laughs> I, I would say that as a whole, they are probably arguably less known than Shang-Chi. It's close. Yeah. No, Shang-Chi I was aware of because yeah, okay. we had Shang-Chi comics, mm-hmm. you know. When we ran the small whimsical comic business we did for as long as we did, we at least had Shang-Chi runs. We had a few eternal issues. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. That was all, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I do appreciate Marvel using... Um, you know, lesser-known IPs. Uh, what I didn't like was Kevin Feige's reasoning, saying that, well, these less, these lesser-known IPs, we can make more changes to them because fans don't know them. As we I, need to yeah. discuss tonight, for sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there. Because mm-hmm. that one line is like, Kevin, bro, the fuck? What? I appreciate the honesty, Ellie. At least you didn't say some bullshit lie, you know? Like, well... You know, oh, we were wanting to bring these to attention and give them the glory they deserve. But then it's like, wait, this whole character is entirely different. The only namesake he has in comparison with his original uh, you know, comic representation is the name, literally. Everything else is different, bro. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, we get that several times here. Uh, yeah. But, you know, with that being said, uh, as far as Shang-Chi is concerned, um, you know, I, I've seen uh, you know all the trailers for it, and I'm I'm warming up to it more and more. Yeah, uh, I Same. think that uh, and, you know it's funny. Um, I, I watched a, a, a completely spoiler free. Uh, uh, it wasn't even really a, a review. Like this this guy who I guess does reviews online. He uh, had just come back from from seeing it. He got to uh, go to like one of the early screenings. Which hey, Marvel DC, we like early screenings. I know, right? Talk to your boys. Yeah. Just because we are brutally honest with our reviews, if it's great though, hey, yeah, right. That's, <laughs> uh, a, that's a brutally honest advertising, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But this guy said something I did not expect at all. He said that Shang-Chi was uh, his favorite solo comic book movie since Logan. And he, he, then he immediately specified that. I'm not saying it's as good as Logan, but it is the best comic book movie he's seen since Logan. Okay. Um, so immediately I had to, you know, raise my, my skeptical hippo face eyes because mm-hmm. I'm like, so you're saying that it's better than Infinity War and Endgame? What are hippo eyes? What are hippo <laughs> eyes? You separate the fuck out of them? They, they go, yep, each way, you know, one to the left, <laughs> one to the right completely. Is it bad I just imagined you doing that? I can actually see you doing it. We're just kind of like. <laughs> you don't have control of your what? eyes like that? You can't. Not unless I give myself a migraine or <laughs> ungodly, like, poltergeist powers. Like, something just took me over. My peripheral vision is everything. Uh, <laughs> At that point, your peripheral vision is fish. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, one on each side. Here we go. But, yeah, anyways. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, oh, yeah, so this guy, he really, and I don't remember the name of his channel. If, if I did, I shout, shout him out. But, uh no, he said that he just uh, he thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed uh, this movie. Oh yeah, okay. Um, you know, which yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Now, I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't think without having seen the movie, I don't think there's anyone that can convince me that this is the best comic book movie since Logan. Also, because we've had other great comic book movies since Logan. Right, and I don't uh, think remind the homies when Logan came out again. 2017, February 2017. That's a full four years, gang. <laughs> Since, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I don't believe that Shang-Chi would be better than Black Panther. Uh, I don't think that it's going to be obviously better than Infinity War or Endgame. Uh, he did specify, did he, well, let me ask you, did he specify solo character run? Uh no, I, I subconsciously did that for him. He did not oh. say that. He, he actually How said the you? best comic book movie since Logan. Oof, bro. Mm. That's um, a heavy line. Because, like, at that point, that... He's qualifying that above... Because at first I was like, okay, solo run, though. Wait, wait, wait. You're bringing up Infinity. You're bringing up Endgame. Black Panther would be his competitor. But it's like, oh, of... of ooh. Between all those, bro, mm. bro, yeah, that's a fat ass. Uh, that's a tall order. It's a very tall order. Yeah, yeah. Now he's the only person who I heard hype the movie up like that, but I have heard other people say that they really thoroughly enjoyed it. Now, okay. I'm always, uh, I always make sure to stay away from critic reviews because. <laughs> No one, no one should give a shit about what a, a actual movie critic says. Right. Uh, of course, we're talking about like your Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes yeah, is probably yeah. the fucking worst. They're the prime example of the evil that we discuss. Where oh, it's like, yeah. what good is a critic who can be bought out? Mm-hmm. What good is a critic who cannot be honest? Right. Yeah. And if your honesty, your integrity can be bought by a big old fat ass check then your review ain't worth shit. You're just a, a a uniquely shaped placard advertising the movie, just like a billboard. What's your number, Kevin? Everyone has a number. Everyone has a number. I haven't discovered it yet, so keep keep coming. You know, mm. g- you know, give them advertisements. Hey, no, like that, that, that first fucking check that the mouse writes me, man, every Marvel movie is the best goddamn thing I've ever seen. 
homies, I'm not making this up. Bro, as I see bro, with my Mickey Mouse hat on. I wouldn't be mad if you said that. If I saw you say that with like some Louis Vuitton bullshit, right, some I'm like so- new Nikes on. All right. I'm talking like Gucci glasses that you yeah, don't yeah. need. I'm talking the full deck. Right. If you say that looking like that, okay, you know what? This man has paid a price. I see what's happening here. I, I say goodbye to the reviewer queue. And I say hello to uh, Disney's queue. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be hilarious, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that I think you would spend any of that money on that shit. Yeah, not, yeah, not to downplay those brands, because, you know, some people really dig that oh, type yeah. of energy. I just don't see you doing that. I would need a gratuitous amount of money before I get to the point where I'm like, yeah, let me get... Yeah, you need a gross amount of money. Oh, just yeah. like, why do you, as one human soul, have this amount of cash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to imagine what the fuck do Gucci glasses look like that are just like not not sunglasses, just like glasses. I, I don't even like. It's the same thing you're wearing now. They just say Gucci. Anyways, But yeah, so um, Shang Chi. Uh, this is a uh, you know one of those films that I think does have a lot of promise, a lot of potential, yeah. and again from uh, various sources, I've been hearing you know pretty good things, um, and I'm very curious to see what this movie's final product is going to look like. Uh, so we can talk a little bit. Uh, you want to talk about the the characters first, or about the trailers first? Um, let's go ahead and walk into the characters first. Let's do that. And then uh, that that'll definitely give the homies a little bit more of an explanation because again, as we joked about earlier, this is a name that a lot of people don't know about. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so Shang Chi, uh, he was created, in, I believe, in December of seventy three uh, by Steve Englehart, and I think Jim Starlin was the artist who drew him. Okay. So technically, he does predate Iron Fist by probably half a year. Iron Fist, I believe, came out in like mid seventy four. Yeah. Uh, Roy Thomas and Gil Kane created him. I'm trying to remember. This was Marvel's attempt to break into like the the ever growing kung fu vibe that was happening, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Because you got to remember the seventies. It's all about kung fu, mm-hmm. especially after uh, Bruce Lee. Uh, not Enter the Dragon. That was later on, but uh, A Game of Death. Uh, a lot of people draw comparisons between Shang-Chi, like the, the original comic origin, mm-hmm. and uh, and the Bruce Lee movie, A Game of Death. Yeah. <clears throat> I couldn't I couldn't think of that comparison now uh, after watching the trailer, but from what we can recall of the actual comic and the character, how he looked, carried himself, mm-hmm. very much so. Yeah. 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 And uh, you can definitely tell that it is of a different age in Marvel. Um <laughs> Uh, because it uh, it is also important to take a step back and to mention that with Shang Chi, uh, they they wanted to use uh, what's that his name David Carradine. He played in the in the uh, TV show. I think it was called just called Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it was a very, apparently apparently it was a, an extremely fucking popular TV show. I I myself I've never seen it. Bro, did uh, you get did you get that episode of Kung Fu last night? <laughs> you know, what a we, great name. Yeah. They, they were the first. They were just like, man, we won that race yeah. to the vibe, man. And that, now you got me so self conscious. Got me. I'm pretty sure that David Carradine show is called just called Kung Fu. I hope it is, dude. Because like that's, you know how like 
when you go to uh, yes. uh, a Google or something and you say, hey, let me make this as my email address, but then they say, nah, bro, shit's taken. You can't have that email address. <laughs> and you got to think like, okay, well, same thing, but add like a dumb number on the end of it. And they're just like, nope, that's taken too. That's like, hey, you want a domain name, a TV show name that, you know, no one's taken yet? Kung Fu? Fuck yeah. No one's had it. There you have it. Yeah. 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 Uh, but no, that was essentially the case. Like there is the, it was a very popular TV show, uh, back in the seventies, uh, called Kung Fu and it was starring David Carradine. Um, I wonder why that's not on uh, Nick at night. <laughs> well, I don't think it was owned by Nick and that may be a big reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there was one channel that did like a lot of the old school programming. I don't remember. Anyways, mm. we were saying, we were saying. Uh, but that TV show was a, a huge craze in the 70s, and as, as well as a bunch of uh, kung fu movies. Like, they were kind of all the rage, uh, all the rage back in the 70s. Like, people loved that. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, yeah. They, they were dope. Yeah. Um, and Marvel really wanted to capitalize on that. And now I need to... Uh, to double check this to make sure I'm, I'm right before I say this much, but I do believe that uh, Marvel they they brought they they purchased at least temporarily the the rights to use characters from a certain line of books from the early 1900s. Uh, that's where they got the characters like Fu Manchu from primarily, but I don't remember the name of the gentleman uh, who they purchased or he was dead. But I don't remember the name of the gentleman who wrote said books. Okay. Uh, I could have the Connie be sometime here. Yeah. Some someone knows it. Someone uh, knows but it. yeah. Uh but no, anyways, um they purchased the rights to uh to acquire certain characters. And of course the most prominently known one was Fu Manchu, uh, who a lot of people consider to be kind of a, a racist uh archetype <laughs> for and I mean, again, you know, we gotta understand the character Fu Manchu was probably created in the Early, early 1900s, maybe late 1800s. Like, that's how old these stories were with Fu Manchu. He was always, you know, a, a villain. And, he, of course, he had the uh, traditional, what is called the Fu Manchu facial. Right. Like, know. they were playing on all <laughs> the stereotypes, you know. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I romanticize about the idea one day, generations from now, where you and I will be long dead. And generations okay. after us might be be alive they might be dead too but there will be there will come a time when we're lucky enough as a human race that there will at least be a couple generations back to back that will be focused and strong of mind enough that those strong ass stereotypical archetypes that were once publicized or or they they try to hide them would not only be no longer in place, like you, you wouldn't see those being used in the media and you wouldn't see underhanded uh, microaggressions happening even passively in social media or whatever have you, but no, instead they would be in a museum and, keep you, and people could walk into there in the future through this museum, this hypothetical of mine, and say, wow, we let our forefathers be this stupid. <laughs> you know? I... I it's, I don't know, man. It's like being in our generation, it's hard for me to imagine a time where things like that were just like, nah, we just didn't care. 
We just did it. Yeah. 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 What was, you know, considered the cultural norm back then, of course, has come a long fucking way. Thank goodness. And, you know, people aren't that fucking different. The times are different, but the people still aren't. Mm. People are people. So it's like, you know, back then that pissed someone off. Like there there was a guy who looked at and thought, these American white sons of bitches. (laughs) What the fuck is, you know? Yes. Yeah. Someone else thought of colonizers before Black Panther said it, you know? (laughs) But still, it's, it's, it's stuff like that. It's like we laugh at it and we roll our eyes at it by the end of the day. But it's like, wow, one day someone better than us is going to be able to put that on display in a museum. And people are going to be like, bro, what the fuck were they thinking? Right. Anyways. anyways. Uh, yeah. So Fu Manchu was the primary character who they used uh, in this uh, storylines. And I believe Shang-Chi, he didn't get his own... Uh, comic book run until after the success of like the uh, four issue miniseries and uh, I think it was was a Strange Adventures uh, but that's where he made his debut at and it's in that run where we of course get the origin story the original origin story for uh, Shang-Chi now okay. uh, in the origin Shang-Chi's father was Fu Manchu uh, Marvel took that character and repurposed it to be the evil father of Shang-Chi and yeah, so, so uh, we'll go ahead and say that since then, uh, Marvel has, uh, they have retconned the Fu Manchu thing. Oh, uh, you don't say. That was a bad idea, huh? <laughs> yes. And I believe, uh, like, uh, Shang-Chi's father's name is uh, Zhang Zhu. And, uh, okay. and uh, Zhang Zhu used uh, the Fu Manchu uh, name as, like, a, a, a faux name. Like just a, a a name, secret name that he would go by. Yeah, just like, kind of like, a, like an alias. Yeah, like an yeah, alias. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. and that's how they kind of retconned and worked around that whole ordeal. Mm. Uh, a little known fact, what I I believe is a little known fact, one that I didn't know until preparation for tonight. Uh, Shang Chi's mother is actually uh, she's American. She's a white woman. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, I have a, a very strong feeling that Marvel. Comment or that the MCU have also forgotten that in this movie. <laughs> Don't want to be too comic accurate. Uh, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Give me the rest of your kombucha. Go to bed. <laughs> um, but no, so uh, with Shang-Chi, uh, he was raised like from birth. Think about uh, some of the, some of your homies may be able to understand a little bit more. Think about like the relationship between uh, Damian Wayne and Ra's al Ghul, how from birth Damian was raised to be like this trained assassin, this warrior. You know, he was trained essentially with like one focus. One day he's going to lead the League of Assassins. He, he's going to be, you know, that guy. Yeah, preordained uh, even. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's kind of what it was with Shang-Chi. Like he was, you know, from birth raised to, to raised and trained to be like this trained assassin. Everything he did, uh, all was going to lead to, you know, him being this, this warrior, this weapon in his father's hands. Mm. And, uh, you know, I think that like, he spent like the first 19 years of his life like that. Okay. So real, real yeah. quick, a uh, small question since uh, I'm asking from the familiarity of mm. the, the, the somewhat relatable products that we've already seen in place throughout, uh, the different, um, representations Marvel's given us here. Now, any of that training you're talking about, in the original comics of Shang-Chi, was that in any relation to the hand? Or did this all predate the hand? 
I believe the star predated the hand. Okay. Uh, I think the hand maybe came around in like the early, early 80s. Well, the hand was like Marvel's knockoff of the Ninja Turtles. Uh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. hand and, and Master Shredder mm-hmm. they were knockoff of Stick and the hand. Yeah. Oh, vice uh, versa. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, I, I remember that there was a relation there between Ninja Turtles and the Hand. Right, it's because like the the Hands, like they're like so just called the the Foot Clan. Yeah. So you have the Hand and Marvel and the Foot with. Yeah. And which one came first? Uh, the the Hand came first. Very cool. Yep. Okay, okay. I thought it was backwards. Mm. I, I, I for a second I I switched the roles. So like <laughs> Ninja Turtles came out there, and Marvel said, "Oh, that shit hits." Um. <laughs> But anyways, yes. Uh, so this this was all predating the hand. He was just being an assassin uh, without a label. Yeah, and, yeah. and actually, he he wasn't an assassin yet. He was just you know trained to be that. He was just yeah. trained to be a warrior. And as a matter of fact, Shang Chi believed that his father was a good man. Uh, that his father was just an upright, and you know he he lived a technically a very sheltered life. Yeah, I mean, isn't that uh, how we're all hoped to be? By a tyrannical father who was evil when we find yeah. Well, I remember when I found out that my father man. was evil. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, because I know your dad and he's dope. He's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, yes, my father is not evil. Indeed, uh, indeed. But anyways, um, yeah. So Shang Chi, he's finally given a mission from uh, from his dad uh, to go and to uh, to kill this man. Uh, and I forget the name of this guy. It's not important because, spoiler alert, Shane Chi does kill him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, re- really, really not that important, to be honest, guys. Uh, but but th- this person who Shane Chi is sent to murder, he does uh, successfully infiltrate this man's house, navigates his house to the bedroom, and then he finds this guy who his father told him to kill, and it is this very elderly, feeble old man who was sleeping peacefully in his bed. And this is the first time that Shang-Chi kind of questioned his father. Like, I wonder why my father, why would he want me to kill this man who says he's a threat to my father's gold of world peace and this and that? Like, why? Mm. And then he goes, well, you know, I have faith in my father. And it's, it is fucking low-key hilarious. But, like, Shang-Chi essentially karate chops this old man to death. Like, <laughs> God damn. It's like one single chop. Oh, yeah. It's like, Ta-ta. all right, yeet. <laughs> it's like, fuck. <laughs> Old man never saw it coming. Uh, <laughs> Shane Chi said, man, I ain't paid to think. <laughs> Bang. Yeah. Uh, but on his way out of his house, Shane Chi runs into uh, this other gentleman who was friends with the guy who Shane Chi had just assassinated. And uh, this gentleman tells Shang-Chi that, hey, listen, here's the real scoop on your father. He's an evil piece of shit. <laughs> uh, he is uh, tyrannical. He is all kinds of evil. Uh, if your father says that he wants world peace, yeah, that may technically be true. He doesn't want world peace. He wants world ex- acceptance. He yeah, wants world... Uh, like the world in his image type thing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, he'll, he'll accomplish that by any means necessary. And this is the first time that Shang-Chi's really confronted with, you know, issues of his dad and in questioning his father, who yeah. we always thought his father had the best, in, best of intentions. Uh, so Shang-Chi goes to his mother and he confronts her about his dad and he goes, are oh, the things that I've heard about my father true? Is he really a bad person? 
And it's kind of funny here too, because his mother's like, "Yeah, he's he's yeah, he's pretty fucked up." Yeah, your dad's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and Shang Chi's like, <laughs> "Dad's a piece of shit, Morty." <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is also low key funny as well. Even then he though, cry chops them off. No, <laughs> I'm put the chops on you. It, it, even though it probably it probably shouldn't. I have a dark sense of humor, but like. <laughs> Shane Chi goes, "Why did you marry him then? If you knew he was like this?" And she goes, "She basically goes, oh, you know, the power. He has a lot of power. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, if I could have his son, then that would, you know, give me access to, you know, boy, that that cool ass power. Wow. Uh, you know, yeah. you know. So like, gold diggers have always been a thing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> People marry for money sometimes, and hey." That is okay if both parties are cool with it. I was it. about to say, at this point, like, are, are we going to have the discussion of the uh, survival instinct, okay? <laughs> right? Because that's, that's what that is. Yeah. Gold Digger is like, okay, they're acting on the instinct way too hard right now. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, yeah, so at that point, Shang Chi, he does go and he confronts his father. And he goes, listen, I don't want anything to do with you. Uh... You know, I can't believe that that you would have lied to me my entire life. And Shang Chi's father is uh, is pretty cool about it, while also being a dickhead. And goes, you know, uh, basically says that you know I'll, I'll let you leave. You know, you can you can, but you know, never come back. You're essentially not a son to me anymore. Oh, um, and also, don't be surprised if I send people to kill you. You know, so <laughs> damn. Uh, yeah, so. You know, after that point on, um, Shang Chi does decide to make it his mission that he's going to find a way to stop his father. And uh, you know, long story short, like the way that it happens in the original series is he does have to fight his way basically through like his father's compound at one point to to get to his father. Uh, after his father sent a few assassins to try to kill him, okay, and he fights a variety of people. And this is where we really get to see how Shang Chi functions. You know. Uh, the cool thing about comic book characters is that even the human ones are superhuman, you know, uh-huh. like, like, uh-huh. <laughs> like they all do things that like that is goddamn impressive. Uh, yeah. So Shang Chi technically has no superpowers. I had to do quotation marks for the <laughs> microphone. Uh, but even though he technically has no superpowers, he would, by all definitions, be considered superpowered. I think he yeah. he is the world's greatest martial artist, uh, even better than the immortal Iron Fist. Uh, which again, is really saying something. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so he he is great. I mean, even uh, even Black Panther has stated that yeah, this guy is probably the the greatest martial artist in the world. And, you know, Black Panther knows a litany of martial arts. Black Panther is, uh, he's a better hand-to-hand combatant than Captain, uh, Captain America. Uh, Captain America, who is, I would argue, is a better hand-to-hand combatant, combatant than Wolverine. Uh, and Shang-Chi is better than all of them. I was about to say, Wolverine knows uh, a fair bit of martial arts. Uh, mm-hmm. He also goes by the martial art of anger. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so th- it makes sense that moving up the chain, you get Wolverine and his uh, berserking, uh, very energized, combating style. Fun to watch to to cap. You know, um, it's okay. It's okay. Yep. I'm from the city, and then all of a sudden, moving up the chain to Black Panther, all the way up to Nah, bro. This is all I ate, lived, and breathed for like 19 years of my life. <laughs> like this is who I am. Right. You take this away, I'm a shell. 
Yeah. yeah. And he's done some, you know, amazing fucking feats in the comics. I mean, he's, uh, he even taught Spider-Man a type of martial arts at times. He trained Captain America. I think he even trained Wolverine a little bit. Okay. Uh, so the guy is legit. I mean, obviously, like most comic book characters who, you know, are human, he's done shit that, like, how the fuck do you move that fast, you know? Uh, and his his real... There, uh, I'm drawing a blank. There's an inhuman, uh, whose name I am blanking on at the moment. Uh, but this inhuman, in the inhuman Karnak, I think Karnak, yeah, uh, who has the ability to sense, he's also a martial artist, he has Mm -hmm. the ability to kind of sense the weakness in anyone or anything, and he uses that power to, of course, use his martial arts to exploit that weakness. Yeah. Pretty fucking cool concept. Shang-Chi kind of has a very similar thing where he can find like the weakness in someone or something and exploit it. And that's really a lot of what he does. I'm I'm imagining the comics would would um ward it in their own way. Like Shang-Chi would have his own way of finding the weakness. He would call it like I don't know, something like uh I'm imagining focusing the chi. It's like, oh, I see uh right here and here, your pathways are blocked. So that means you're a piece of shit in this and this. So let me, uh, <laughs> bam, put the uh, chops on you. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he is a master, of uh, obviously, of Kung Fu, but he's also a master of several other martial arts as well. Awesome. Uh, most of them, actually. Uh, now, I have always wondered, I don't know if this has happened yet or not, but a Taskmaster and Shang-Chi fight would be Liddy like a titty. Ooh. How much time does Taskmaster have at the appropriate one? To watch uh, <laughs> the videos going into the fight. Um, well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, he doesn't really need to. So, the oh, appropriate oh, only one. <laughs> the appropriate one. He would only... Okay, that's right. He could watch mid-fight, too. Yeah. Okay, okay. But then it's like, starts the fight. Taskmaster, with all his pre, uh, like pre-organized knowledge, going into against... Uh, oh. Gosh, that'd, that'd be fun. Yeah. Why did you guys fuck this up already? <laughs> we're All never right. going to get this. Now we're going to wait like fucking, they're going to have the, oddly enough, they're going to have the Mandarin Taskmaster for us to get the right version. <laughs> Which I cannot think of a better segue uh, <laughs> to talk yeah, about. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Let's let's discuss the movie now, officially. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I was going to talk a little bit about the Mandarin as well, since he is going to be a big part of oh. the movie. Oh, okay, that segue. I thought you meant segueing from the comic story to the movie story, but no, that's I can see that I, too. Yeah, I can yeah. see that too. Uh, fuck yeah, man. Let's talk about the Mandarin and how the fuck Marvel's planning to do this. Yeah. To do this. Um, so, how do you apologize without saying you fucked up? Uh, you retcon shit so that it, your fuck up is now covered up. And quietly. Yeah, yep. like the difference between uh, Iron Man 3 versus uh, Avengers 2. What? What do you mean? I didn't change shit. Iron Man 3 came out after Avengers 2. No, which movie was it that like back uh, backfired and changed like Iron Man? Oh, I just got the surgery to remove the, the arc reactor from my chest. But then all of a sudden, next movie we see him in, it's, it's like shit's all fine. Nothing changed. Oh, yeah, yeah, he got, like, uh, the arc reactors in the suit, uh, the stick-on arc reactor. Uh, right, yeah, right. yeah. You know, like in, when I buy a sticker, it's that good. <laughs> Which movies were that? 
we see it more explicitly in Endgame, but it must have also been the case for Infinity War by default. Well, it had to be the case for another movie, too. Because I remember we went to theaters watching, like, how the fuck are they going to do this? Oh, okay, they're just not going to talk about it. Okay, but I don't know. Yeah, I'll in have that case, it had to be Civil War because that's the only there movie in between. Yeah. yeah, that would make sense. Because I, I knew there was another pre-existing project before those. Because mm-hmm. at that point, we were okay with it. We just learned that they were, you know, sweeping it under the rug. But yeah. uh, it's funny to know now that uh, they'll be right beside uh, the Mandarin. Oh, yes, yes. So... The Mandarin, as I'm sure a lot of you may unfortunately recall, was the huge debacle in Iron Man 3, where uh, I believe his name was Trevor Slattery. Don't know why the fuck I still remember that name, but that was the name. That is a cool last name, Slattery. Yeah. Sounds gross. (laughs) Like like that whole movie. Uh, But that (laughs) was uh, the name of the character who Ben Kingsley actually played. Trevor was an actor who had some kind of addiction problem. And uh, he was able to keep it together enough to do those promo vids as the Mandarin. But come to find out, nope, he's not really the Mandarin. Uh, it was just all an act. Yeah. That was a very bold move. It was, and it was not well received. No. No, no. no. A number of people in the audience was just like, oh, that, that was weird. But then all the comic fans, I'm sorry, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for reasons that we have gratuitously discussed in the past, it was fucking dumb. Yeah. Um, but Marvel like almost immediately tried to appease uh, the fans when they realized that, okay, we can't take advantage of them this much. And uh, they made the, uh, the short video, I think it was called All Hail the King. And that's when we see Trevor in prison uh, and somebody approaches Trevor and goes, uh, says something along the lines of, like, the Mandarin is not happy with you. Says something along those lines, yeah. indicating that there's another real Mandarin out there. I think Marvel has stopped doing those shorts. I, I think so. I haven't seen them in a while. Yeah. Yeah. They probably just weren't worth it, to be honest, because I can still reasonably think of a number of people who never even knew that that, uh, that Band-Aid was developed That's for true. the Mandarin, you know? Yeah. So it's like, well, why did we waste... Why did we pay Ben Kingsley to do this? So, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, so now after that, we haven't seen any uh, sign of Mandarin Heads or Tales since that uh, that short film. Which was smart. Yeah, you want to yeah. let the, the wound healed over. Yeah. yeah, or just let people fucking forget. Because yeah. I bet you, going into this movie... There's, there's going to be a large breadth of audience that walk into this thinking, oh, the Mandarin. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. But then later they'll be, they'll remember or they'll be told or they'll see some fucking meme on Facebook where, oh, yeah, that was already a villain, wasn't it? You know, mm-hmm. so now that enough time has collapsed, it's easier. In other words, it's, yeah. it's just more easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, never mind. I don't want to do that. I was. Are you sure? You should do it. <laughs> I don't even I know guess what it is. From like a creative or for or for uh, from a uh, marketing standpoint, hmm. I, I was wondering like the reasoning behind uh, the the whole Mandarin twist in Iron Man three because you call in the Mandarin in the trailers and whatnot, 
knowing that your your audience who doesn't read comics, it's not going to mean anything, but it's going right, to mean everything right. to your audience who does. Surely someone in creative was like, well, the people who do get this reference will not like the final result. They could have named the Mandarin anything, so I'm getting at. Sure. They well, that's, Mandarin. that's assuming, one, that they cared that much. And then two, one would hope that they cared that much. But then two... I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it, and you're not going to like it. I'm telling you right now. They wanted to subvert your expectations. Uh, I'm telling you, brother. I'm telling you. That's all it was. They wanted to subvert the expectation, including those of the audience that knew better, like you're saying, or the comic book reader, the one who walked in and said, man, I'm about to watch the fucking Mandarin. Because how do you surprise that person? Oh, we got to make some shit up. That's that's all I have to do. Yeah. So... Sadly, I think that was the only semi-logical explanation that they could ever offer if we were to take them to court for this, you know? Right. But... (laughs) Which we should. Which we totally should. Because, guys, that was an affront to a pretty dope character that now we had to experience a whole time of healing and your poor-ass Band-Aids to go through to get to what will hopefully be a more accurate rendition of such a Mandarin. This go around. Yeah. Here in 2021. Absolutely. So, uh, it's... Yeah. So, where things get interesting is that uh, they have replaced the character Zeng Zhu uh, in the comics with that of the Mandarin. So, the Mandarin will be Shang-Chi's father uh, in this movie. Oh, okay. So, it sounds like they might be playing to a closer plot that we were discussing before, where it's like, Man, thanks, Daddy. I sure love you, Daddy. And then all of a sudden, like, Daddy, I heard you're a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, it is uh, something Verbatim, something I, similar. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, and again, like, I, I still can't believe we're days away from the release of this movie, and I haven't heard anyone, anyone else make the weird fucking connection that, uh, canonically speaking, these characters have nothing in common with one another except for yeah. one thing. That one thing being, they are both of Asian descent. Yep. And so we just decide. Oh yeah. This character is Asian. It happened. This character is Asian. Mm-hmm. So why not just make this character, this other character's father? Kind of gross when you think about it, isn't it? Unfortunately, brother, that's not even the first time or the last that Marvel's done that. I don't mm. know if you heard uh, Riri Williams will be making her first appearance oh, in yeah. Black Panther 2. Now, what does Riri have nah, in common? Dude, I saw that. <laughs> I, I totally forgot about that. I saw that, and I was like, wait, what the fuck is Ironheart in, in Wakanda? She hasn't earned this yet. She's Wait. and, and oh, Dude, it's like... Oh, yeah. We can talk about like the uh, metaphorical line skipping she does later. Uh, the metaphorical, uh, the metaphorical landscaping, but also mm-hmm. at the same time, like the weird. What, what would you call this? Like cultural, uh, Bro- brother. It's like, like I've said so many times before. There's this weird paradigm shift when you go so far left, you end up on the far right. Uh, because mm. I don't, so, in other words, you try just, so hard to be not racist that you're actually you, you end up doing being yeah. very racist. You end up doing some shit that's racist. Yeah, like like this. Like uh, it's. <laughs> I was about to say cultural appropriation. I no, I don't feel like that's okay, accurate. Never mind. You get what I'm saying though. Where it's like, hey, you're you're trying to play 
with the culture too hard. Mm-hmm. Just because they're both Asian doesn't mean they're family. Right. You know? Yeah. Come on. They're, Asia's a pretty big place. Last I heard, pretty big. One of the biggest. One of the biggest. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a lot of Asian people out there. Uh, but I guess these two are now related. Apparently. Uh, thank yeah. you, Marvel. Uh, and same it, thing with fucking Wakanda. Yeah. And, and now, who knows how Riri gets over there. Uh, who know? All I'm saying is this, is that if she is Wakandan, like, native, born and raised, Marvel, you should be ashamed of yourselves. Mm-hmm. Just as much as you should be ashamed of yourselves for making the Mandarin Shang-Chi's father because they're both Asian. Uh, it's kind of fucking gross. <laughs> but that's just me. And yeah. I can't believe that no one else has... I haven't seen anyone else talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Uh, yeah. This is making me sad. <laughs> we, we need to get to some good parts here pretty soon. Because yes. all we've discussed is like... Things that make me very disappointed in Marvel overall. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, there, so there are some 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 cool parts to get to. Thankfully, thankfully. Um, so yeah, the the origin of the Mandarin. His his is also another one whose origin has you know been kind of upgraded. Not that his was you know overtly racist, uh, but just maybe a little bit antiquated in the past. Um, but no, uh, Mandarin. Was essentially he was born uh, to uh, uh, he was born into wealth, born into power, but uh, his mother died very early on. It could have been during childbirth. I don't remember, but she re- okay. wasn't really in the picture, not in his original origin. Um, and in his more current origin, his mother, uh, I think she was, uh, I think she was like a prostitute. Um, okay. But in his original origin, because I actually think his original origin is a little bit more interesting, but okay. his uh, OG origin, yeah, his mother wasn't around very much for very long. His father uh, was was killed by a, an, an idol, like a, just a giant statue, uh, like an, an idol that they had. All right, keep it coming, <laughs> yeah. lean it up, lean it up. Johnson, don't let go of that rope. Johnson, Johnson, no, don't let go of the rope. Ah, and then... Just crushed a man on the stairs. Uh, there you go. <laughs> That's how it happens. Workplace accidents. Yep. They're real. Mm-hmm. Obey the safety regulation. <laughs> uh, but uh, this was something that was interesting because it was taken as like a, a bad omen because it happened as uh, Mandarin was being born. Uh, and so like this was something. Okay, so this part is, is a wee bit racist uh, because <laughs> just the more did, I think about it. you just realize that as you're describing it? Yeah, because oh, like, awesome. like the, the realization that like oh. Marvel or no, I don't want to put it on Marvel, but like I guess culturally speaking at the time you know, it was assumed that people of Asian descent were more um, superstitious and yeah, you know, so like an idol crushing his father on the day of his birth would be considered a bad omen. Mm. And also, they used to wear Oriental a lot. Like, back when they created the Mandarin and Shang-Chi, I'm like, that's, that's like, it's like somebody walking up to me and calling me colored. Like, what what mm. age are we in? <laughs> like, where do we live? That's like some old-school Disney-level racist shit right there. <laughs> yeah. Like, Walt Disney is what I meant by that. Yeah, which yeah. is, wow, very ironic. But yeah. Um, yeah, so that happened, um, but Shang-Chi was, uh, essentially, he was raised on the streets, uh, you know, always wanted power, 
uh, always spoke of him about himself like he had power. You know, the the po- the the power of positive thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, even though he was always a narcissist, always a sociopath, just the 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 thinking that are you talking about the the Mandarin here? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. You know, just just thinking that I can make the world a better place, but only me. And if you mm-hmm. don't agree with my way of thinking, then you're wrong. And man, this is coming close at home. Then I thought there's there's a lot of people out there who uh, <laughs> who think like that. But yeah, uh, that's a narcissistic mindset. Yeah. Uh, but what Mandarin did one day, he went exploring and uh, I forget the name of the place he went to. Was it like, uh, the cave of spirits, something like that. But, uh, he went cave exploring. Wonders. Oh, nope. Not that. A whole new world. Okay. <laughs> uh, but he comes across this fucking, I mean, no two ways about it. It is a, uh, a dragon skeleton. What appears to be a dragon skeleton. And huh. obviously, it, it scared the shit out of him, as it would most people. Uh, but upon further inspection, he saw a giant ass, what appeared to be a giant ass space vessel. And he goes in and he starts looking around and he realizes that this space vessel belonged to what he assumed was the dragon. Now, this is the race of the McLuhan. Uh, the McLuhan were there, yeah, a race of like. Super intelligent, sentient, dragon-esque creatures. And, and as a matter of fact, in Marvel Comics, um, the lore behind dragons and like ancient China and uh, and ancient Europe uh, in Marvel Comics stems from these races. Like that's where Marvel okay. Comics says that like the the whole lore and myth of dragons came from was that these beings, the McLuhans, they cool. you know accidentally landed and you know wreaked fucking havoc. Mm. Uh, but that is also, by the way, what Fing Fang Foom is, for those of you who are wondering. The Fing Fang Foom is of that same race. Uh, mm. Love me some Fing Fang Foom. But uh, he uh, he sees one of uh, like a, a dying race of the McLuhan, and uh, it's like asking for help. And essentially, Mandarin, he's like, yeah, okay, cool, man. And he looks around and he sees... Um, what to them were like uh, artifacts, but you know, to you know, us humans look like rings, mm. and there are ten of them. And you guys probably see where this is going. Yep. Uh, Shang, uh, I want to say Shang Chi. Mandarin took uh, the ten rings, and uh, yeah, he fucking uh, killed the the McLuhan, left him to die, and it was like, fuck, I have these ten rings. Now, what he didn't know at the time was that the Ten Rings, while they're not sentient like the Green Lantern Rings over at DC Comics, uh, but these Ten Rings, they are, they do house the spirits of deceased warriors of the McLuhan race. So, uh, they do have, like, you know, certain spiritual properties about them. And each ring does a different function, which is pretty fucking cool. And I don't remember all the functions for what they do, but they're they're pretty... I thought I always thought they're pretty sick. Like one has like, uh, uh, kind of like a uh, almost like a tornado wind power. You know, you have one that's like a disintegration ray, one that's like a freeze ray. Uh, uh, shit, there's I forget it what all they do, but there's there's a shit. T- well, there's ten. Yeah, <laughs> there's ten. Yeah, yeah, different. Yeah. Uh, and and some of them do have limitations. Like one, I think can only only be used once every ten minutes or every twenty minutes. Uh, I think one. 
can only be used in people within a certain vicinity. Uh, but the way that Mandarin has kind of circumvented this is that he always wears a specific one on each finger, so you can remember which one does what. Um, Smart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this finger froze a bitch. This finger disintegrates <laughs> one. This this one creates tornadoes, and this one teleports me out. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so that's how the Mandarin gets his ten rings. And uh, so, yeah, they are very much alien in nature, and they are actual rings he wears on his fingers. Now, uh, in the Shang-Chi trailers, uh, the rings are like uh, kind of bracers, looks like. that. Yeah, I saw yeah. that, and that, that definitely um, raised my hippo eyebrow mm-hmm. uh, motion here. Um, yeah, because that definitely was a, 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 re, uh, a reimagination yeah. Of what the they were supposed to be. I would yeah. also imagine that the powers just have vague destructive powers instead of that's what it looks like because you see them shooting them out and they mm. just kind of look like uh sonic blast and it's right. like a bunch of like <laughs> circular beam esque things that yes they resemble rings shooting out of his wristbands and there's a time and place for that. It looked like mm. some Mega Man shit, you know. Uh, it's <laughs> it's interesting, yeah. but. Only surfacely. And, you know, to shoot Marvel some bail, uh, I will say this. Mm. Not that, not that you know, the audience is stupid. You know, we, we always hate when companies assume that the audience is stupid. But you don't want to have MacGuffins that are, that could be considered quasi-similar to the Infinity uh, Gems. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess if you have, you know, 10 different rings that are, you know, slightly 10 different colors that have, you know, different abilities, people could be like, oh, yeah, like the Infinity Gems. I could see that. I, I can, I can. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would just have to see the application of it before yeah. I make a call. Because mm-hmm. all I've seen is the trailer which showcased, you know, Ring blast, and that's that's about <laughs> it. Right. So, I'm sorry, man. You, you brought up the Infinity Gems, and it made me think of Loki, and that pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> like, my brain right. space just went to, like, how dare you? The most powerful artifacts in the universe. Like, fucking built up for more than a decade, and you assholes took a season of television to try to, like, an episode. An episode. And, <laughs> and commonize them. It's the a entire first... It's a, it's three. a busted ass Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> the entire first three seasons of the you can't MCU. even eat them. Can't even eat them. No, you cannot. Oh what an man, insult. what an insult! All I'm saying is that Comic Thanos would have had his fucking way with the TVA. Yes, Comic <laughs> Thanos would be like, "Flick, you're dead." <laughs> Go through, flick, you're dead. Oh, oh you hit me with your time wand, break. <laughs> Comic Thanos without an Infinity Gauntlet would have had his way with mm-hmm. the TVA. Anywho. Um, yeah, so uh, the, the Mandarin with his uh, Ten Rings. Um, you know, hopefully the movie does something, you know, interesting with the Ten Rings. Uh, and, and, you know, I, given the movie the benefit of the doubt, uh, I could assume that, like, they just didn't want to showcase what the rings can do. Uh and, you know, personally, I still wish they had gone with, like, rings on the fingers, you know, because aesthetically speaking, that would have 
that would have appeased me more. But yeah, same here. They they want the weird wristbands, and that that looked like um. I cannot remember their name. Um. I oh dude, the gauntlets of power. Was it something so bland? There's a pair of gauntlets that the character, uh, and this is a cross reference to a whole different genre, so don't hate me. But uh, there's a character uh, by the name of Skips in uh, the regular show, and he's got the gauntlets that he'll wear. That uh, basically time lords, or you know, <laughs> the show refers to them as time babies. That they that he wears to help fight like a cosmic godly injustice sometimes, and it's like. It, and there's something bland like that, I think. It's like the, the gauntlets of power. And it's literally just like two, like, they look like uh, Thanos' uh, infinity gauntlets, uh. you know. But he has, like, one for each hand. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, these look more like uh, like like mini uh, circular bracelets, five on each arm. Mm. Uh, yeah, um, interesting. So, I mean, with that, you know, I'll, I'll, st- I'll withhold judgment on that until the movie. You know, Same, see, yeah, you know, like see, I just see how said. they use them, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. I'm, 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 I'm able to play ball. Yeah, they just gotta do something creative with them, right? You know? Like I, I, I can see the cards being dealt aren't mm-hmm. great right now. Like you're working with a, you know, a seven in the pocket and an eight on the table. It's like, oh, I mean, oh, okay, we could, we could do something with this. Yeah, yeah. And uh, of course, I think one of the most important things to mention about the Mandarin, other than the ten rings and how he got them, yeah. Uh, it's the fact that he is a very, very major villain to Iron Man. Bingo. A good antiquester for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah very yeah. much so. Yeah. Iron Man, a man of technology and science and knowledge versus Mandarin, a man of magic Yeah, and things and, not science. Yeah, uh, a technology very alien mm-hmm. in nature, one that Tony's not familiar with, one that has a litany of powers. Uh and, and yeah, the Mandarin. I think I think most comic readers would agree that uh, the Mandarin has always been Tony's biggest foe, because if you look at it like this, most of Tony's foes have been people that he can literally and you know uh, metaphorically break down. You know, yeah. um, like whether it be Justin Hammer, uh, uh-huh. a, a, any any of the people in the uh, in the Armor Wars uh, run, um, Titanium Man. You know, like. Uh, living laser, you know, like like they're like all these are all of Tony, like Ezekiel Stain, Obadiah Stain, like these are all kind of people that Tony can, he can like using his brain, his knowledge, he knows that there's no way that they know so much more than him that he can't figure out a way to stop them. He can, uh, yeah. But with the Mandarin, with this being so foreign in nature to him. And with just the litany of abilities, he's always struggled more with the man. Hell, the Mandarin, he's fought people like the Hulk and Thor. I mean, the yeah. Mandarin's no... He's a big deal. Yeah. He's yeah. big money. He's a big fucking deal. Yeah. Just, just to communicate that clearly to yeah. those who still thought of him as the Ben Kingsley appropriation there. Mm. Also, I didn't know Obadiah Sane had a brother. Uh, son. Ezekiel was his son. Okay. Yep. Wow. Obadiah was a, a fan of the Old Testament. Apparently, his his father was yeah, in, his uh, father, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obadiah, Ezekiel, yeah, a lot of those, mm. uh, or or they were just Amish, <laughs> which is very ironic it considering who very, Obadiah worked for. Like, the, yeah, yeah. wow, his uh, the Iron Monger suit was actually made of wood, Kevin. All right, it was. <laughs> uh, Did he build his own barn to house the suit? Maybe he did. Maybe he yeah. did. 
Uh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. I just imagined that. Because, I mean, it was Jeff Bridges, who's got the beard. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got the beard game. Anyways, anyways. Yeah, he... I just imagine. It's very easy to imagine Jeff Bridges <laughs> as Amish. <laughs> he built the Iron Manga suit in a barn with a box of wood. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You go to bed right now. Oh, shit. Um... Yeah, I actually have a few comments with uh, Ezekiel Stain. Matt Fraction's Iron Man run overall is fantastic. If you guys need a good Iron Man run, Matt Fraction's is probably, it's, it's, as far as like the modern stuff goes, it's, it's probably up there with like my favorite. Uh, let's Not see. Riri? What? Not Riri? I mean... Uh, <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, we won't we won't open that uh you know Pandora box yet. Right. So. Uh yeah, we'll we'll talk more about Riri uh when we get closer to uh, I guess Black Panther two is gonna be what she makes her debut in. <laughs> Cause you know, you know, man, all those black people know each other, so it's only fair that she uh <laughs> starts off in Wakanda. <laughs> um I I wish so badly that there was a third person here right now with us, and they just looked at you and wait, wait a minute, do you not? <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, like you hear one of us in the background, like right. literally face palm on the mic, just like, oh fuck. That's, uh, it's funny because, like, optically speaking, that's that looks like what Marvel thinks. They're like, right? yeah, all Asian people know each other. <laughs> like all black people know each other. I can't find you. Be right here at the table, like. <laughs> What? Do you not? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Um, okay. Uh, but, yeah, so that uh, is a little bit about the Mandarin. Uh, now, with the trailers for uh, Shang-Chi. Yes. Uh, now, the trailers do look a little bit like an amalgamation of Shang-Chi's original origin, but with a little bit of a Mandarin sp- sprinkled in instead of Zheng Zhu. Uh yeah. That's what it, 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 it gives it a little bit. Like you can definitely see like where yeah. they've at least read, you know. Yeah. Like the 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 comics to some degree. Which uh is good. Cause you can definitely tell when Marvel doesn't read <laughs> the comics. I wonder who the old man uh Shang Chi is going to kill. <laughs> the, I imagine that part would not be in there. Nah, um, it's gotta be in there. Just an <laughs> old dude. Watch, it's like actually stick from the the Marvel on Netflix. Like, you gotta go kill this guy right here. He's an old son of a bitch. It's just like stick, just sitting there being blind and badass as hell. Stick would not go down so easy. No, stick would not go down. Stick would be like the foe for half the movie on how the <laughs> fuck do I kill this old man? It's not even about the pri- it's not even about what's right or wrong anymore. It's the principle of the matter. Uh, yeah. Um. And uh, so it looks like, from what I can gather, the premise from the trailers is that Shang-Chi did spend uh, his childhood, probably most of his life, under the tutelage of his father, mm. uh, but he was able to escape from underneath his father's grasp and, uh, you know, kind of get away and escape. And from what I can gather, in the, especially in the latest trailer, it looks like he, like, uh, gave himself, like, a slightly new identity to try to hide himself from his father. And uh, his name is just... Oh, by the way, in the movie, uh, they're pronouncing it Shang-Chi. Which, you know, I, uh, I, I've i never... I haven't heard Shang-Chi's name, you know, uh, being pronounced in any live-action format until this. So, if 
they want to call it Shang Chi. Who am I to disagree? I travel the world and the seven seas. I mean, everybody's looking for something. But uh, yeah, so. (laughs) Is it funny? I could see the thought crossing your mind. Like, I, I could just see the interception coming in from the far right over here. Oh, you're going to start this shit? Yep, here it comes. There it goes. Uh, so, basically, Shang-Chi's father wants to abuse him because somebody... You dropped your toothpick. I did. <laughs> anyway, uh, jokes aside. Yeah, so it looks like Shang-Chi... Shang-Chi... Uh, is, is going by like a different name, which is just Sean. Um, and you know, he, he's got like, his, I think he's got like his, uh, one of his close friends and his sister with him in this movie. Um, Shang Chi, I believe is being played by uh, actor, uh, Simi Lu. Uh, and this is the first thing that I've, I've ever seen him in, but he looks, he looks the, you know, he looks good in the role. Um, Obviously, martial arts is a big deal with this being a martial arts movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, one thing that I have heard, which hopefully plays out better than uh, what uh, it sounds like, is like the first act or so is what you want. It is fast-paced, high-intensity, badass martial arts, which is what that's that's all Shang Chi movie needs to be. I mean, yeah. that's that's all. That would sell. That would fucking sell. And I'd be happy. I mean, if you look at like some of the best action movies, like The Raid or John Wick, like those movies have very simple plots. I'm not saying they're bad, but they're, they're simple and they're effective. Shang-Chi can just copy that same type of formula, just have a, a, a simple plot, but with characters you can get behind. That's all you need. With, of course, badass kung fu treachery. And that's the thing. That would sell so well. Yes. That'd be dope. You don't have to change the formula. Right. Just do, like, invest in what you know you got. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And um, but apparently, in the third ad, it, it kind of divulges into standard uh, Marvel CG battling. Mm. Um, mm. But you know, hopefully, is uh, it's just that Sing Chang he doesn't need that. Not really. Uh, he 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 really doesn't, uh, and and you know, may, I shouldn't expect like you know the raid quality fight scenes in this movie, but I do think that like something like the raid or like the original old boy would be tremendous homework for this movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hell, that's that's two birds with one stone, Marvel. I mean, you get to drastically safe on budget and on time because, you know, to do proper CG takes a lot of time and a lot of money. You get to save on that and you also get to tell a very effective story with practical effects. Um, but apparently they do that for part of the movie, but then the other part of the movie, uh, from you know, what, what sources say towards the end especially is kind of that climactic Marvel CG Fanfare. Eh. Uh, yeah. But we'll, we'll Which, see. It, it could be effective. I mean, it's Marvel. You know, th- yeah. th- there's definitely an audience who likes and appreciates that in every product. I wish, just like you, that it 
wasn't in every product because it makes it all the more special when we do get to see it and all the more meaningful. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, yep, here's that grandiose kaiju versus kaiju vibe uh, moment in the movie. You, are, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, but we, not every plot has to be that big. Yeah. Yeah. The world doesn't constantly have to end on every one and a half hours, you know? Who are you? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah, like not everything <laughs> has to be a, a world ending, world dominating thing. Right. Because then it doesn't mean anything. Then it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is very true. Very, very true. Um, you know, so like, yeah, the, the trailers, like, they, they are very, the trailers show like equal parts, you know, CG beat em up with, you know, just, uh, you know, martial arts, actual martial arts mixed in. And like, if the also, movie could find, if the movie is able to find like a balance of the two, I, I think that could be effective. Yeah. I, I can, I can, I can do that. Um, but if it's, if the movie is like this part is strictly Kung Fu, and this part is like ninety percent. Yeah, if it's that cut, uh, like cut and organized from one another, like mm-hmm. that distinct of a vibe difference, man, that's gonna be Whiplash City, dude. Yeah, because it's just gonna be like, man, this is awesome. Look at this choreography. Which, by the way, they have to have great choreography. Oh, of course. Like, yeah. Like, I'm sorry, without a doubt, this is a must. Mm-hmm. Invest in that. I know you got the checks for it. And then all of a sudden, like shit changes. And he gets to like a Power Rangers esque, like call out my Zoids for the <laughs> fights. Then, oh gosh, you uh, know, yeah. Which I think we see some of that big ticket action in the trailer. Mm. They, they can't help but leak some of that money in there. Yeah, you know. Now, one of the money shots from, from the trailer, which uh, I was surprised. Huh. Uh, there's a shot towards the end of the latest trailer. Where it looks like Shang is underwater, and this giant dragon-like creature approaches him. Mm. One, of, one of the McLuhan looks like. Uh, now, is it just... It, it could be the McLuhan where uh, his family, the Mandarin, ended up getting the Ten Rings from. Uh, some people are probably wondering if it's uh, Fen Fang Foom, if he's finally making his appearance in the MCU. Uh, I don't know. My, my guess would be that, yeah... It, this is just a, a McLuhan who has a connection to the Ten Rings and maybe wants them shits back. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. Uh, hey, 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 man. Hey, dog. Hey, hey, what's up, bro? Uh, I lent those to your dad. <laughs> uh, and by lent, I mean he, he stole straight them. up choked me <laughs> and stole them. You you could give them back, bro. You can't help me out. <laughs> Today. 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 <laughs> oh, also, I guarantee you, you cannot punch me to death. <laughs> like I, we're we're in the water right now. I'm not even here. I'm a figment of imagination. <laughs> Just give it back. You've actually been drowning for five minutes. Things are not looking good for you. Your your brain is very oxygen deprived. <laughs> it's not looking great. What you doing here, anyways? <laughs> oh man, uh, you know. So uh, like the the trailers definitely do their job. Uh, like because I, I had. I once I had low expectations. I just honestly had no expectations for Shang Chi. I was like, okay, yeah, it's yeah, that's fair because uh, we didn't know what to expect, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And like, now that it's here, it's like, oh, I mean, oh, okay, okay. I'll see you in September. I'll see what's yeah. going on. I think that Shang Chi, um, 
regardless of how the numbers look in the box office, Shang-Chi would have greatly benefited from getting the, uh, the Black Panther treatment. You know, Black Panther's first appearance was in Civil War, and he had some great moments in that movie, and, yeah, and that really yeah. prepared people to go see the Black Panther film. That would have been so yeah. smart. And also, like, a lot of the legwork was done in Civil War, so you can just kind of get right to the point in the Black Panther movie. Uh, that would have been, I think, great if they found a space for Shang-Chi uh, to be known to the audience before his actual solo film. But, uh, you know, what do I know? That would have been really cool. Like, yeah. there, there could have been just one scene where he's trying to help out Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and team in New York. Just kind of came out of the woodwork and's like, hey, I don't know what's going on. I don't know who you assholes are, mm. but... These alien people up in here, okay? <laughs> and and I'm just gonna punch them with my rings. <laughs> Iron Man's like, I'm sorry, who what who called the monk? What's up here? You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh yeah. Um I'm trying to think, maybe you know, I'm, I'm trying to think like realistically, where could they have put him? Because I, I assume that the movie wasn't even fucking I don't think Marvel knew they were gonna do it until probably after uh Far From Home. And so, like, I guess what, you can't really put him in, can you put him in Black Widow? Nah, that wouldn't have made sense. Yeah. You can't plus, put him Plus, in. that time, that time frame would have, like, screwed up Shang-Chi a little bit there. Well, would it? Not, not no, really, though. No, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Yeah, huh. yeah I mean, he, he was just, you know, hiding from his dad. You know, you know what would have been interesting? To play with the timeline actually on purpose, put him in Captain Marvel. He would have been like a kid. Yeah, think about it. That would be like the moment he's sent out for his first assassination, dude. I don't think this version of Shang-Chi has done an assassin. Well, no, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, hypothetically, you could have had this be like the awakening turn card moment where he's like finally developing his, uh, his self-conscientious thought process. Like, whoa. Why do I want to do this? I, I don't want to do this. Is my dad evil? And then help develop. I don't know. It, it would have been pretty cool, I thought. Yeah. Because I, I really like the idea where we see him. He's trying to make a kill, decides not to, and then goes away. And we have no idea what the fuck's going on. There's a part of me that really loves that idea, especially because I know... That's just a future uh, play card for Marvel to use later. That would seem so random for Captain Marvel, like that movie. It would have improved the movie. Would it? <laughs> it would have just been another thing like, what the fuck were they doing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, they fucked up Monica Rambeau, who was a child in that movie. So, mm. you know, mm. their, their track record with children isn't great. <laughs> Uh, so so in that case, yeah. So then, like you go to like the TV shows, um, WandaVision, no Falcon and Winter Soldier. This is yeah. I mean, honestly, this is no place where he organically fits. I mean, again, it would have had to have been a really big movie like Infinity War, Endgame, mm. where he actually comes out and helps fight. Because again, that's a really big deal. May, would have made more sense for a hero to show their face then, you know? Mm. Um, 
And then it's like, fuck it. We need all the help we can get. This is in, uh, this is in world level shit. Uh, come on, other heroes. What's up? Where's the Fantastic Four at? Come on, bring them out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And just more, that, that's already such a big project, though. That's like, you can't really give appropriate space, like Civil War did, to do the setup game. Yeah. That, that's a distraction. It, it's got to so. be thought up well in advance. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. It would have to be done, thought of well, well in advance. Which, uh, another piece of uh, random information, and I promise we'll get back to Shang-Chi, but... Uh, oh, I love random information. <laughs> Apparently, uh, America Chavez is going to make her debut in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> Homies, if you could see Kevin's face. I can't even see Kevin's face right now. It's covered in his hands. It's because he's busy being upset. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Um, you know, one of these days, we're going to have to do an episode uh, about the New Age characters. Something along those lines. Oh, n- not just new age characters, but new age characters who Trying for all in place are characters. Uh, well, who for all intents and purposes failed in the comics. Mm-hmm. But the MCU is so goddamn confident in themselves. Like, we can make these characters popular. When in reality, shouldn't you take the characters who are already popular? And I don't know. I don't make movies, but to me, that, that just seems like... <laughs> to me, that seems like common sense, you know? <laughs> Use wood to build a house, right? Okay. So yeah. so yeah, let's use Riri Williams and the Eternals and and America Chavez because you know people fucking love all those characters. I forgot she existed. <laughs> I forgot she existed. And then you bring that out. It's like, bro, there's no room for her in those movies. Like, we don't we don't need her. We don't need her. Well, gonna get her and in what capacity i do not know it's gonna be something dumb like all she's gonna do is try to punch something like bitch you are <laughs> not saitama you ain't no one punch man you get the fuck out of here uh i thought that improved your day it didn't it did not improve my day <laughs> in fact i feel like you knew it made it worse <laughs> <laughs> kind of a little bit i'll ask first this uh marvel for listening make sure that dr strange is actually the main character in the dr strange movie uh, <laughs> Please, is, is that I mean, too much to ask? Uh, unfortunately, it does need to be said. It needs like, to be stated. That, that would surprise me if that's a tall order for them. Like, bro, you named it after him. <laughs> to get you into the theater, Kevin. You sons of bitches. <laughs> um, anywho, uh, no, I, I think that Shane Chi is going to be, uh, I think it's going to be decent. But I guess... Like, at, at its worst, I think that Shang-Chi would be a movie that is, you know, middle of the road. I think that it would be like, yeah, that was a fun MCU movie. And yeah, then, same know, here. Um, I think that at its best, it, it could end up being one of the best solo movies that the MCU has done in years. Um, if, if they can, you know, if they can pull it off, uh, I don't see why it couldn't be. Uh MC, the MCU, in my humble opinion, does need a shot in the ass. Yep. Uh, and hopefully Shang-Chi is that because, like, again, people are expecting Spider-Man 3 to be balls to the walls amazing. So if Spider-Man 3 is actually balls to the walls amazing, that's just meeting the status quo. That's not 
you know, surpassing our expectations. We expect that movie to be amazing. But with Shang-Chi, you know, people like you and I expected it to be okay. We expected it to be a fun romp. But if it can surpass that, then that would be amazing uh, for, you know, a litany of reasons. But yeah. So yeah, we really need Shang-Chi to, uh, if, if Shang-Chi can do that, that'd be, that'd be great because uh, I do feel like there is, I don't want to say a stifling of creativity right now in the MCU, but you know, we, we've spoken about the Marvel movie formula for years. Uh, we need the Mandarin to, I mean, just by default, he's going to be better than Iron Man 3. You know, he needs to be. Like, they, they've just, seen the injuries they've caused from that. Like yeah. they they can fall asleep on the keyboard and put together a better script for the Mandarin and Shang Chi than what what happened in Iron Man three. Mm. You know, so it won't be that difficult, I don't think, to surpass Iron Man three in that regard. Um, but they need to actually, you know, put effort into making the Mandarin a a, a love to hate villain. You know, one that we can remember. You know, I'm not saying that when I say make another killmonger, I don't mean like in terms of purpose or, you know, uh, ideologies, but in terms yeah. of depth. Right. The ability right, to right. remember. Uh, another great example make another Purple Man. Yeah. That, that was a great villain. Mm-hmm. Like you said, love to hate him. That was yeah. the first one that came to my mind when you said that, dude. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shout out to Jessica Jones, uh, season one. Here yep. But yeah, dude, that that would definitely be on the money. Um, I'm a little scared that what you're saying is the same thing, where it's it's gonna be like a middle of the road movie, and it's gonna be good, and we're gonna review it, but it's not going to be the big time greatness that we want these movies to be. You know, um, you're afraid there's not gonna be anything new, right? So, yeah. Right, they're gonna go by their formulaic writing style, and that's about that. Um. I'm rolling the dice. I'm calling it now. They're going to land on the same thing Marvel always rolls. They always try to hit that seven, you know? Um, and unfortunately, that's going to rate here. It's like seven out of ten. Thank you, Marvel. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, that I think is the most likely outcome, but I... I, I have hopes. Yeah, I, I severely want this movie to be... So much more than that. Break that goddamn, you know, stereotypical kind of rut that MCU movies have, have done in the past. Right. Um, I mean, shoot, they already did it by creating the entire uh, saga altogether, you know, because we yeah. never expected Hollywood to output something so canonical and so dope to follow through with itself like this for so many years. So as hard as an out of context, as almost like difficult as that sounds, just do it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Shang-Chi has a room to be very promising. Um, oh, we didn't talk about this. Also, we can go ahead and mention this. Uh, one of the big, literally one of the big things about, about I think the second trailer was uh, abomination is in mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, that was a surprise. Yeah. So Emil Blonsky. Whoa. Um, I, I doubt that, uh, you know, they got Tim, Tim Roth <laughs> for that role. Right. Seeing that, uh, he looks like he's just gonna, you know, he's just in, uh, abomination form. Uh, so they can just get anyone to do the voice. Uh, but yeah, he's going to be in the movie and they, they wasted no time in showcasing him in the trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like, uh, 
there will be like a tournament style, uh, I guess a tournament style fighting thing that's that's taking place to see who gets the rings. I'm assuming is what we're going for here. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And if we get Shang Chi versus Abomination, dope. Yeah, dope. Uh, and Shang Chi is extremely capable. They're gonna have to sell me on this motherfucker being abomination. <laughs> right. The the one who took the Hulk to task. Yep. <laughs> yep. Shane Chi's gonna try to punch him. Abomination's gonna be like, Bro. I'm sorry. Are you done? Is that it? All right then. <laughs> yeah, so that'd be interesting. Um yeah, and I'm sure the I'm sure that this movie's gonna have a lot of fun action set pieces. Yeah, and uh, you know, hopefully, the third climactic act can be special. Agreed. Hollywood has a problem with that, you know. Yeah, now we just talked about uh, the the Wolverine movie, uh, where we got the true Wolverine versus Silver Samurai fight. Yeah, which was it was so epic and it was so. Intimate. Yeah, that was good. Yes, that was the real <laughs> shit. Not that Gundam bullshit we mm-hmm. saw later on. And then we get uh, Silver Optimus Prime versus Logan at the end of the movie because you need that big CG set piece, man. Yeah. You know, even in Black Panther, you know, in like the first ad, we get that really cool intimate fight between T'Challa and Killmonger, and then we get the the CG versions of them fighting each other at the end. Um. I mean, it happens in so many movies that is, I don't know, it's, 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 it's very frustrating. Like, it doesn't need to be that way. And uh, hopefully, Shang-Chi can really balance that out, especially with the father and son dynamic. Like, their final encounter needs to be intimate, mm-hmm. you know. So, we'll see. Uh, we will see. I uh, The last father and son fight that we saw was uh, Gardens of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> it's gotta be better than that. But that sets the bar too low. You could do better than that. Don't shoot for bronze, okay? Shoot for at least gold here. Come on. I'll be happy if you hit silver. Just yeah. something, please. Uh fun fact. Not even taking a shot at Guardians too. Just a fun fact for the homies out there. I took a shot. <laughs> uh Ego the Living Planet is neither Peter's father nor a celestial. <laughs> they just <laughs> They just made this motherfucker some of everything. Yep. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So I guess I'll say this, and then we'll go ahead and wrap up here. Um. How do you think they're gonna tie Shang Chi into the greater Marvel Cinematic Universe? I have a lazy answer. Hmm. You know, uh, Elaine. Who's been showing up at the end of like oh, yeah. Vision and mm-hmm. all that? I forget her real character's name. I just know her as Elaine. She has a real human name too, not just a character name, but Elaine from Seinfeld, that actress. Yeah, uh, who's been showing up and like talking to a uh, yeah, uh, 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 Lady Viper. She's Lady no. Viper. Thank you. Well, well, what, what's the actress's name? Oh, uh, I forget. Same here. Yeah. But we know who I'm talking yeah. about. Lady Viper. She's she's been showing up and trying to recruit people. Watch. Simply enough, she's going to come up at the end of this and try to recruit Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi. And he's going to be like, the only person to say, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> you you remind me of my dad. That's not a good thing. <laughs> and then 
And then she's gonna be like, "All right, you snooze, you lose." And then I don't know. That's 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 uh, that's the lazy answer. Legit answer. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna have to be. I have no idea, dude. It's gonna have to be someone else that's in the tournament with them, because we don't know the other participants. Right. So, someone else in the tournament who already knows about the big picture, that would be kind of cool. Now, what would really be fucking cool huh. would be if Iron Fist was in the tournament. Oh my. Gosh, dude, this movie doesn't have the balls. <laughs> I'm calling it. I wish, I wish they had the stones that for that. Shit. You know, I was, uh, dare I say, fantasizing earlier today. I was thinking about um, how the rumors keep ramping up that the MCU is setting up to do a Secret Wars movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I mean, so obviously, of course, it would have to deviate greatly from the source material. Right. Uh, but that doesn't mean that it can't be amazing. They need a, a much Bigger and honestly better roster <laughs> than yeah. what the MCU currently has. Like as as it stands, I don't really. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm. I'm yeah, I'm not that invested in like a lot of the current MCU characters. You know, you'd have to bring some back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be hey. a hard sell without Iron Man and Captain America. Yeah, uh, but we have Riri Williams and Falcon. Well, that's <laughs> like I said. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Did I stutter? <laughs> um. But I was thinking, like, man, like the way I would do that, like, you know, the, the the whole battle world setting with the Beyonder conducting this tournament, man, like, it'd be great if people start off in different areas, and you know, you have like the Hulkus wandering in the woods, and then we see Wolverine mm. come out of the forest. Come on, man, we see, we see Shang Chi walking, and then he goes, "I I know you're out there." And then we see the glowing fist and Iron Fist come out. Come yes! on, yes. Oh my gosh, dude! There's there, there's a lot of fun shit that they could do. Um, it'd be great if they set that up. Mm. That, just, would, that yeah. just put more energy in my brain, man. Damn! <laughs> I just imagined that infamous Wolverine Hulk fight. Yes, my goodness! <laughs> like throw that man a county over. <laughs> oh hell yes! You literally see like a picture. Of the, the, the United States, just like you see in, like, all your textbooks and everything like that. But then all of a sudden you see, like, this dotted line being drawn <laughs> above a couple of them. And so it's like, wait, what the hell is that? Is that a small flight happening? No, that's Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yep. Yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, hell yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of fun stuff they could do. And then, hell, you know what? It would be the most iconic if you know, if in my in my brainchild we could get Wolverine and the Hulk, um, but with the status of the Hulk, it may have to be She Hulk and Wolverine. Yeah, mm. yeah. And i I really I really enjoy She Hulk. At least yeah. how she was prior to how she is now in the comics. She's oh. dog shit now in the comics, but oh, before yeah. she was amazing. Um, what were they doing during the comics? What the oh hell? gosh! So she, after, she was pretty cool for a while in the comics. Yeah, oh, what yeah. the fuck happened? Uh, after the horrendous events that was Civil War Two, mm. uh, you know she's left in a uh, coma after the fight with Thanos and whatnot. You know the fight that lasts off two panels that we barely. Yeah. See. I, okay. The, the fight where uh, they kill off Rhodey. Yeah. That. Uh, anyways, um, I remember that. Uh, she's left in the coma, but uh, when she comes out of it. 
they had to do something to her with the gamma radiations and whatnot. Now basically she looks like Bruce Banner. She looks like Bruce Banner's Hulk with a wig on. And she's just this giant, ugly monstrosity. I'm like, uh. she existed for years being her own character. You guys just couldn't leave well enough alone. You had to make her like the Hulk. You made you made her a derivative character. Yeah. Like, congratulations. You drove her into the ground. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad, dude. Mm-hmm. You'll have to pull up a picture for me. In a oh, yeah. Once we yeah. get off the mics. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, man. Um, but no, uh, Shang-Chi, man, comes out in a few days. Our review, by the way, guys, we'll be a few days late. We will be at Dragon Con. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Shout uh, out to Atlanta. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So that's going to be a lot of fun for us. Uh, but don't worry, guys. Don't fret. We will come back with our review. Uh, we will either eat crow, uh, say I told you so, or... <laughs> <laughs> or all the above. <clears throat> wow. I don't believe that. That'd, That'd be, be a complicated movie. It would be. <laughs> Man. But yeah, you best believe we're going to have fun at this Comic-Con uh, event happening in Atlanta. Again, called Dragon Con. We'll be accompanied by the homies Caleb and Joe Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Brown will not be there. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure he, he won't be able to be there, unfortunately. Um. Huh? Hey, no, it'd be it'd be a great time though. It will be a great time overall. That's yeah. a surprise. I just got sad, dude. I told you I was having man. You're ruining my day. You're just ruining <laughs> I mean, my day. I think Joe told us this a few months back. I I, I choose <laughs> not to recall your words, sir. Oh, uh, that does make me sad. Shout out to you, man. Oh um, yeah. What the hell? Uh yes, Jobs. but. We'll be back with our uh, Shang-Chi review uh, just uh, a, a couple days after it comes out. So it won't be uh, the typical night of, um, unfortunately. But we will return and, and discuss Shang-Chi. And hopefully we'll have nothing but fucking awesome things to say about it. Oh, I, yeah. I truly hope this movie blows me away. I hope it blows me away for a couple of reasons. One, because I think the MCU needs a great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, um, I think that... Uh, that you know, even people like Bob Chapek and and other and the other big whiz at Marvel who are, you know, using this movie as an experimentation. You know, I want this movie to be justified. I don't want it to be an experimentation. Uh, so, Amen. Yeah. Uh, Don't be what they made you to be. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I hope this movie kicks all the ass. You got any uh, closing comments on Shang Chi? Besides the one I just made, uh, Shang Chi, Shang Chi. I'm going to try to remember that. Uh, yeah, man. I- I'm anxious to see this movie to see what the hell they do with the character, you know? Um, and I'm proud of us, man. We talked about uh, all the rings all night long, you know, in-, in the movie, the characters, and we haven't made one Sonic joke. So I know. I yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. Here we are, man. Yeah, Look at us growing up. By the way, Idris Elba would be voicing Knuckles. Holy shit. That, dude, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. That was a hell of a surprise. All right. <laughs> That's kind. Of, I can hear it though. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. <laughs> oh hell yeah! But uh, that is going to be all for this and homies. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this Shang Chi preview. Uh, uh, I guess w- one more thing. Then I promise we we'll wrap up. You got any ideas for potential cameos? Hulk. That'd be fun. Mm. Yeah. But <laughs> Hulk shows up just to fight Abomination. <laughs> right. Exactly. But that's one we've seen that before. He'd probably show up and be like, oh. Nope, not again. I ain't doing this shit. 
That hurt last time. Yeah. I don't, man, you would need like Primal Hulk. You, yeah. you can't use Smart Hulk. You would Hulk. need Edward Norton Hulk. Actually, Not- you might want to use Smart Hulk because Abomination is smart. That's true. Yeah. yeah Abomination could have a conversation with you. Yeah. Uh, although I don't know what the fuck they want to do with Hulk anymore because every time we see him, he changes. So, <laughs> yeah. Either way, uh, that'd be a fun one. Um, Iron Fist. Uh, that's, that's, yeah. That's, that's a, that's a, Far cry. I uh, know. That's that's me trying to find the needle in the hay bell. What about this? Huh? This is one that I've been stewing on. Again, okay. uh, likelihood of it happening, extremely low. Okay, I'm listening. What if at the end he's uh, accosted by, by more men sent from his father, and in the midst of fighting them, or maybe right before he fights them, he goes more... I've defeated my father. You guys are still coming after me. And then it's revealed, no, they're not from his father. They're the hand. We have yeah, not seen the hand yet in the MCU. That'd be dope. Yeah. Uh, earlier I mentioned that, actually. That, that'd be super cool. Not not the cameo possibility. Yeah. I just mentioned the hand in general. But, yeah, dude, that would be a great cameo. The hand is like, nah, bitch. We out here recruiting. <laughs> Come join us. Uh, we don't I, care I about mean, your daddy. I think there were times uh, in the comics where, like, the manor has lent some of his rings to the hand for nefarious purposes. So, I mean, there's a loose connection. So, yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. A good introduction to the hand, you know, that, that'd be a great big organization that you you could do a lot with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, there, there's a lot of cool cameos that they could do. Uh, ones that I don't know if they're ready to pull the trigger on yet, of course. Um, hey, sometimes you're not ready until you just need to be. Yeah. So yeah. just just do it. Do it. Do it, motherfucker. <laughs> Put that on T shirt. Uh but yeah. I think that's gonna be all for this in the homies. Uh thank Dang. you guys again for listening and as always if you guys have any kind of questions, comments, gifts us food supplies, and hit us up at superhero homies at gmail dot com or any of our social media outlets. We're always active, live and listening. Amen. And thank you again to all those cool ass homies who send us the reviews, who send us the Patreon love. Just know we appreciate all of you. Absolutely. Forever yeah. and always. And Patreon is another way you guys can send us your love and affection. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to patreon.com backslash superhero homies and you guys can get access to all of our back catalog and all of our Patreon content, which includes nerd content that is not related to superheroes, such as uh, other nerd movies, video games, television shows, etc. And uh, as a matter of fact, I think that uh, coming up here soon, we're going to try to cover uh, the new Candyman movie. Yes. One that we've been looking forward to for a while now. Yes. For freaking a year plus now. Yeah. 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 Don't say that name, bro. What, Candyman? You shut the fuck up. Oh. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> There's a reflective surface somewhere around here. Yeah. Uh, but yes, that would be all for now, homies. We will talk to you guys next time. But until then, my name is Superhero Homie Q. And I am Superhero Homie Kevin.